Hello, 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 and welcome again to another of my podcast episodes. You are now tuned in to WDGS 333 on your podcast station today, today, today. Oh my, I am so thankful that God woke me up to be able to acknowledge today. I am so thankful that whatever occurred yesterday, if it didn't feel good, and if it didn't bring a joy to me, guess what? It's over. That day is gone. Yesterday has passed. And therefore, whatever we encountered yesterday is now in the past. Tomorrow, although we plan and we hope for is never promised. So today, 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 I like to give thanks to the Lord for he is good to wake me up and let me see a brand new day. This is not an old day. This is not a day from 1975. This is not a day from last week. Today is today. And whatever have not occurred or we have not encountered today, Oh, my God. If we allow God to orchestrate us and direct our path, we'll stay in the joys of the day. Because God is not going to direct our path to something that's going to bring us hurt, harm, or danger. See, God desires for us to enjoy life, be happy. Oh, my God. So he blesses us in the day. He gives us choices now. He said, choose ye. So that's the beauty of every new day. Every new day, you have an opportunity for a new choice. Oh my God. You know, we as human beings, you know, a lot of times we we get caught up in the cares of this world. And today, I want to talk about something that is prevalent and profound in this word. If you listen to my couple of other podcasts, I I mentioned that I would come with this podcast yesterday. Now, my apologies goes out, but I always include the Lord's will. So, God didn't will it in my schedule yesterday. Although he allowed me to live, but he didn't schedule it within that time frame of his will. So you know how important it is when we can learn how to embrace in the day how God orchestrates the day. You know, when we can embrace whatever comes our way, even if it's trouble, to embrace it with gratefulness and thanksgiving to say, Lord, you know what? I choose blessings. Because you said that in this day, I got the right to choose to be blessed. And in order to be blessed, there are certain things that we must do in the day. And one of them is always guard our character. It is so utterly important how we position our characters throughout the day for whatever come with me. I'm not going to keep you too long this morning, but I got an interesting topic. And I came to this topic because I was watching 60 Minutes. And it became so needed. I'm saying this is needed information. 
So I hope your ears are tuned to receive. I'm sure some of you may already have thought on this information and given it some forethought and processed some of the actual factual things concerning this information. And what I want to talk about this morning is AI. And those acronyms, those two letters, they represent artificial intelligence. Now, artificial intelligence is considered computer or a machine intelligence. And what it does, that computer or machine, is it demonstrates in a contrast to natural intelligence that's displayed by humans. Oh, I hope you got that. Let me, let me say that again. Artificial intelligence is, is called a computer or machine's intelligence. And what it does is demonstrates by that machine or computer a contrast to natural intelligence that's displayed by humans. And what it does, it ends up mimicking a cognitive function that human beings oftentimes associate with the human mind, such as learning and problem solving. You know, when I was watching 60 Minutes, there was a gentleman on there who recently wrote a book, but he created a program that's called Face TT. And in this program, what it does it, 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 it creates a profile on people. Now, it creates this profile on people. And when I was watching it, the central intelligence, the, 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 the artificial intelligence of the machines had people in, this was in China. And all these people walking down the street, it gave descriptions of the color of their suits, their clothes, the hair. You know, it would zoom in and, and just had all these people walking down the sidewalk. It, it, it started showing people faces that it zoomed into the face area that was happy. It could read the emotions or if they were sad, you know, and I thought, wow. See, people, we're sitting around, and I'm going to tell you why I had to address this, because whenever God have me to, to watch something and, and, and listen to something, I, I, I feel whatever occurs in my life carries a significant meaning, because our lives are meaningful. So for God to have me to, to, to see this information, it made me think about how if a, if a machine or computer creates this profile and it can it can constant it can bring it can show concentration it can show distractions it can show happy uh, 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 all this is shown through our face mm. so when I heard that I'm gonna tell you why I brought it on to the podcast because I've been saying for years, And I also wrote it in my book on what are you, the fruits of the spirit. 
And I kept telling people and reincorporating, and I'm still reincorporating, that the fruits of our spirit generally are the organs that that circumference in our head. And so that's what these people come in with this face TT. Because they can just look at your face and they can distinguish this machine now, how you concentrate. If you are distracted, if you are happy, they showed a bunch of students and they had this teacher. She was in a little studio room and she was teaching some students a thousand miles away. And as she conference in through AI, artificial intelligence, each one of those students sitting in that desk, they put a little yellow box in their face and they could distinguish whether or not that student was being distracted, whether that student was happy, whether that student was sad. And then they took those analogies from that computer and they would, they would, they would, counsel these children or talk to these children because they could help them better to to keep them from being left behind. So, you know, with artificial intelligence, I just got to say this, you know, it's, it's, it's about this optical character and recognition. See, how many of you know we don't have privacy anymore? You know, people in China, even in this same segment, they are using their phones to purchase pretty much 90% of the things they buy. I mean, everything. They're, they're using it with a barcode on their phone. So cash money has really become very, very less used in China. And one of the questions that the guy that interviewed asked the young lady, he said, well, are you worried about your privacy? And, 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 and she said no. So statistically, in China, people don't worry about privacy. And you know what? The revelation that God gave to me, nobody need to. You should not put any emphasis on your privacy because your privacy was scripted away back when AI originated and it was founded in 1956. That's when artificial intelligence hit the scene, 1956. And from 1956 on up until now, it has progressed excessively. And then according to the gentleman uh, that they interviewed who founded Face TT, it's going to progress even faster within the next 15 to 20 years. It's going to grow so fast until the advantages is of data is going to soar to the point that it's going to risk a mass of unemployment. See, people, this thing is real. And that's why I'm coming to appeal to your forethought. It's no more time to be worried about who doing who, who need to do what they should have, could have, would have did. It's time now to really anchor ourselves in God. Because the risk of mass unemployment will bring more crime, more suicides, more poverty. And so what will we be standing on? But I'm going to give you a little information that I just kind of noted listening to the interview. But it's something very profound that this. This, this this genius of AI, I mean, he, he, I mean, to create 
And now he goes on, this man who who founded Face TT. He has gone on, he said, to build at least 10 billionaires into artificial intelligence programs. And they are young. Now, this man came to the United States. And he got his schooling here. And his name is uh, Kai-Fu Lee. K-A-I, one word, F-U, second word, L-E-E. And he writes in his book about how the changes in the next 20, 15, 15 to 20 years will be a dramatic change. And in his book, he talks about a new world order through artificial intelligence. He talks about the Silicon Valley in China and this new world order because Silicon Valley in California is considered to be the mega for the United States for artificial intelligence. So this thing is is something that we need to start being mindful about because they say that Silicon Valley is number one in the country right now, but China is collecting more data and they're getting an advantage than they used to have. And so when they collect this data, it's kind of like they said more knowledge. They're collecting data of profiles. And see what people don't realize when we use Kroger Plus cards, when we use CVS, Walgreens, all your information is data. It's already profiled data. When you go buy your cell phone, when you pay your your bills online, when you even set up a Facebook account, when you set up a Twitter, an Instagram, whatever you do, if it's not handwritten legible, and even if it is, when you set up an account to pay your water bill, your light bill, we cannot escape people' privacy. We we can't escape it anymore. We we don't have that. It, it, it's, if you think that somebody didn't know anything about you, they have to go directly to that company and they can pull a file and it's written down like it used to be back in the 60s before the evolution of AI advanced to where it is now. That's not happening. See, automated system is also a part of AI. AI includes understanding human speech. Even when we use Siris on our phones. Come on, somebody now. Stay with me. AI is also a level in strategic game system. So when we play our games, that's why they have us to register. Put our name in. AI, is it auto-operates now cars and delivery network. That's why everybody wants you to register online and put your email even if you order a pizza to get the discount. See, we need to get our mind off of the fact that we think our lives are so private and and, 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 and transform our mind to understanding that this AI is real. And how are you going to arm yourself likewise in a society where unused data is taking up storage space and they got to continue 
to refilter it. See, people don't realize they have stuff even now through the schools on your little children. In the hospitals when your babies are born. So they got to keep advancing technology to store all this data. That's why I tell people, be careful what you put out there in social media. Because it's a stored database. You know, with China collecting more data now, it's kind of like when a person has more knowledge, you know, that data makes them more smarter than you are if a person know more than you. If a person know more than you, statistically, it means they are smarter than you are. Now, knowledge What I say, and I just have to put my little piece in here on knowledge. Knowledge to me is what doing based upon what you know. And I have to emphasize that because you can have, you can know something, but if you're not applying it, it's not considered knowledge. I always use the example of a doctor. A doctor can go to school for 25 years, but unless that doctor performs through internship to let people see that he has some experience it combined with what he know. Oh my God. And it's the same way with God. We have experience of our relationship with God combined with the word of God that increases our ability to have knowledge. Mm, 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 mm. And the more you experience applying what you know it's what equals knowledge. Because otherwise, it, it, it's equivalent to stored unused data. Which is just taking up storage space. But with the risk of the mask of unemployment, more than, they say, more than a billion people in China use their phones for everything with little to no concern about privacy. So, you know, when I kept hearing that, I said, well, why are we Americans so concerned about our privacy? See, that just lets me know we we have lost touch with tuning in. Now, I don't know. I'm not saying all Americans. I'm just looking at in my circle. You know what I'm saying? I don't hear people discussing this like it's important or relevant. And see, it could not just be Americans. It could just be a cultural thing. It could just be in my circle. But these are the things we need to be arming our children to know and understand and combine it with the word of God. AI, it say, will replace blue-collar and white-collar jobs at a surmountable rate in the next 15 years. Blue-collar and white-collar. Right now, they are saying that AI, artificial intelligence, is replacing chauffeurs, anyone who drive for a living they said they are making things that drive more accessible for automated use if you drive trucks if you drive any kind of machinery they're gonna fix it to where those things can operate themselves and they'll just have someone if there's something that go wrong to just monitor them just like how they do when we go to the checkout line at the grocery stores you may have eight checkouts, self-checkouts, and they have one person 
Well, if eight people needed to check out before they had eight cashiers. So they have one person in case something break down or go wrong that can come and, 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 and assist you. Well, this is where we're moving to, people. Can you imagine? And they say even, you know, chefs and waiters. It's going to be automated stores and restaurants. Would you just go to the store and place your order and, and, and the automated system will pull these orders and give it to you? And they already doing that in some of the Krogers. Well, I mean, they're using people, but it's just it's just a matter of time. Oh, my God. People, this thing is real. If you go to the restaurant and you look on the menu and they give you a little handheld device and you just press what you want and it goes in the back and your order comes out. See, and, and, and that's the way even at the doctor office now. When I went last month, they have you to sign in now on a tablet. At this doctor office, they didn't have me to just log in like we used to write on paper. They got you a little thing with a little clause, you know, and you check the box and, and it continues to roll. We're moving in an automated intelligence age. But even out of all of that, you know, with all together, this man said 40% of jobs in this world, not this country, but this world, will be displaced by technology. So, so this is the part I'm really getting to. So the guy that was interviewing him asked him this question. He said, so what does that do to the fabric of human society? Mm. Let me say that again. What does that do to the fabric of human society? Well, the man answer was this. Mr. 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 Kafu Lee, if I'm pronouncing it right. He said, human wisdom will always overcome these technologies in revolution. Now I'm quoting him. Human wisdom will always overcome these technologies in revolution. He said the challenge of AI is coming faster in the next 15 to 25 years than the previous revolutions. But the system, right, this is his opinion now. And he's a guru in in technology. He done work for Google. He done work for, uh, they named several big companies he worked for. And he was on the high end. You know, so he knew his stuff. But even with that question, what does this mean for the fabric of human society This was his answer that really pressed upon me to launch this podcast. He said the system can read faces. It can grade papers. But it has no idea of general intelligence. Of that of a human being. He said the system knows a lot. But cannot alter from the structure of what it is built to do in the task. Like our cell phones. Our cell phones have so much intelligence, but it can't 
altar off that structure. That's why people came up with these apps. Now I'm throwing this in here. It you can buy your cell phone, but you can't track your health uh, steps and all that. Now, but there there's an app that you can do that and download the app. So this is where all these different apps come in. Because it's only so much that each computer is programmed to handle. Oh my God. So everybody start inventing or creating a separate entity of apps. So if you want a health app, you got to download that one. If you want an app on hair, you got to download that one. If you want an app... On, on speak on speaking a foreign language, you gotta download that one because when you get your cell phone, it's gonna only come with a limited amount of use of a task that it can perform. Okay, just stay with me now. So the system knows a lot, he said, but it cannot alter from the structure of what it is built in the task. He says, so when we will know a machine can think like a human. No, this is what the guy asked this question. He said, so when will we know if a machine can think like a human? And this is what Mr. Lee said. Possibly never. Because what's so insurmountable, the man said, when he said possibly never. So the guy interviewing him said, well, so what's so, what's so insurmountable that these computers... You can't give a definitive answer to say they will think exactly like a human all the time. And what he said is this, his reply. He said, I believe in the sanctity of our soul. Mm. He said, and I believe there is a lot of things about us as human beings that we don't even understand. He said, and I believe there is a love and compassion that cannot be predicted by the machine. So that's what brought me to this podcast. Now this guru man with all this knowledge and he established other people from artificial intelligence but yet he in himself was able to admit he don't believe He said, possibly never. He didn't say that it can happen. But he made it clear to understand that he not saying is not something that's insurmountable. But no matter how much computer AI are built, that the sanctity of the soul would not be in that computer. That that computer don't understand but a limited amount of information and he said because we don't even understand ourselves sometimes and he said I believe there is a love and compassion of that that cannot be predicted in the arithmetic of a human So, I came and said all that to say this. A couple of points. Love. That's something that that computer cannot replace. Compassion. 
That's something that computer cannot replace. The soul, that's something that computer cannot replace. And all of the infinite artificial intelligence in the world today. So now I'm going to bring this podcast to a close by saying, this is why I'm on this platform. I have a podcast, my ministry Facebook page, my YouTube channel. All of this is to let people know with this mass of of unemployment that's coming, we need to tap into the wisdom, the soul, the love, and the compassion of ourselves through Jesus Christ to give us that strength, to let God orchestrate our lives where we will be able in the midst of whatever comes to, 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 to to this world that we live in, to this new world order. If you don't have a job, how you going to stand? How can you feed your babies? It's time and even money getting to the point that the only good it's going to do with money is to make sure you have it in the bank to cover those apps on your telephone or on some kind of card. That's why all these cards was created. You know, if you don't have a bank account, because we're moving to the evolution, that that's what it's going to take to survive. And make purchases and transactions. Not survive in your life, because God does that. What I'm saying for purchases and transactions to pay bills and get things taken care of. Everything is stored in a database and we have no more privacy. So what are we going to do? Are we going to keep spending time worrying about things that don't help us in wisdom, don't help our soul, don't help us in love, don't help us in compassion for people? Oh my God. I hope this information really resonates in some people, in everybody really. This is something to research. Google AI. Google that company, Face TT. Google that man's name and and, and, and and check out what he's talking about. Mr. Uh, Kai-Fu Lee. K-A-I or it's the K-A-L. It's either one because I, I, I couldn't understand my handwriting. I was writing so fast. It's either K-A-I or K-A-L. First word. Second word, F-U. The last word word in his name is Lee L-E-E. Check out that book. And like I said, that the title of that book, if you want to Google the book, and the title of the book is AI Superpowers. China, Silicon Valley, and the New World Order. I encourage you to start preparing your life if you're going to write the vision and make a plan. Make preparations. Can we get away from utilizing so much idle time, being busy by the naysayers, gossipers, and worrying about the Joneses and the Smiths, and worry about our own soul salvation? That key word that man said was when he said that the machines, and that's what it said. He said it, 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 it doesn't replace the soul. He said, I believe in the sanctity of the soul. Is your soul right? Your soul in order for God to continue to pour you out blessings? To understand when we moving in a time 
where we will have to have houses and land that we don't even need to build. Oh my God. I hope somebody got that. You have a beautiful blessed day in the Lord. And as always, may the blessings of the Lord flow, flow, flow down from heaven. Meet all of your needs, all of your good wants, and all of the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Thank you for your support. I know I kind of bumbled and jumbled through because I'm going to be honest. God pressed upon me to just at least get the information out there. Now, me and myself, I was ready to fix me some breakfast and sit down and eat because my my belly was hungry. But, you know, sometimes that's, that's the thing about when God... When God, people be careful when you ask for certain positions and you're not prepared because God can push you to do things that your flesh don't feel like doing. Oh, I hope somebody got that. But when you understand, you must humble yourself under the obedience of God. Even if you have to pummel and dumble and fumble through, which is still not a good representation. But when God wanted to be done, I just had to do it. I may redo it where everything brings a little more clarity. But hopefully you got some clarity. Enough to at least do your research. Have a beautiful, blessed, terrific Tuesday. And until the next podcast, peace out.